This is Hope FM. Now, for the for the totally uninitiated, tell us a wee bit about the European Volunteer Programme. How, how, how does it work? Well, basically, we receive funding from the European Commission to bring over volunteers from all around Europe. And they come to Bournemouth for anything up to a year. And they volunteer either with us in the YMCA or we can place them as well with our local partners, FaithWorks, Water Lily Project, lots of other partners we work with as well. And the volunteers, they, they volunteer full time. And they just have a fantastic experience, as you can imagine. Um, it's very intercultural. They're all living together and um, learning the language, obviously, and, and, and giving something back as well. So our community really benefits as well from it. Now, you brought uh, with you Ariana uh, I did. Uh, today. Welcome, Ariana. Hello. Uh, how are you doing? Are you, uh, how long have you been uh, w- working on the programme? Uh, since May. And has it been challenging? Uh, to be fair, like there were many ups and downs because I'm currently working as an event assistant and I'm working with Sheena Deman and she's the event manager of the YMCA here in Bournemouth. And uh, I mean, it was it was challenging. It was interesting because I've never done something like this before back in Italy. But uh, yeah, I had fun, but I also had some downs. But uh, overall, I would say that this was a rewarding experience. <laughs> well, of course, those of us who watching television, because it, it, Italy was quite badly hit by COVID as well, wasn't it? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, like 2020 was not an easy year. And uh, yeah, I mean, we're trying to um, To recover. Yeah, exactly. As as the whole world is in every sense of the word. Yeah, yeah. So what what attracted you? I mean, of all the countries that you could have gone to in Europe under the the European Volunteer Programme, why why the United Kingdom? Because actually, like, uh, I visited first time United Kingdom when I was 13 years old. And, uh, but in general, like, I had, I always had this dream to go back to England and living in England because actually I lived uh, in Germany. Uh, for six months because of uh, Erasmus, which is another European uh, project related to university exchange uh, universities. Um, So yeah, basically when I applied, uh, it was, you know, like (laughs) when you have many choices, like the first choice was England, (laughs) just because I wanted to go and have an experience again. Uh, And you weren't put off by a certain departure from the European Union, were you? (laughs) (laughs) No, I don't. I mean, no, no, no. no. Yeah, it, it is sad though, isn't it? Because we, obviously, we we are and will always remain European. Yeah, it's just the 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 union, uh, the economic union that we're not part of uh, uh, anymore. But it is quite shameful, uh, uh, isn't it, that people think, well, that's outside of Europe, because because mm. there's something special about mixing up people with different nationalities, isn't there? Yeah, definitely. It's uh, it's at least for me. I I believe uh, I firmly believe in the, in connections between because at the end of the day, it's the nationality doesn't matter because we're all humans so it's just something that is on paper and of course like there are different cultural backgrounds but at the end of the day especially like among young people we are young and we struggle with same problems so I mean like it's it's interesting to exchange and see different point of views and see how basically people cope with different problems but yeah so and you said that you're your first uh Experiences Germany. Did they get that right on the uh, on the Eras- Erasmus program? Erasmus, was it? Yeah. Yes, and that's youth exchange, isn't it? Erasmus. No, Erasmus, uh, like the project uh, was born, was uh, yeah in 1986, if I'm correct. And basically, the aim was to uh, give a possibility to students to go abroad and um, taking exams uh, in exchange university, partner university. Sorry. Uh, so basically, for example, if I come from Italy, I have um, uh, different possibilities. I can go to Germany. 
Germany, I can go to England, Spain, and uh, there are partnerships with these universities. Of course, of, you have to um, study same subjects, I don't know, philosophy, um, communication, stuff like that. So when I chose, uh, because I studied foreign languages, so my aim was to go to Germany and study uh, communication and, uh, of course, German and English. So I found this uh, university, but completely by chance, just because you have a list, like a paper, yes. virtual list, and you can choose according to you, like uh, how much do you want to say, like a year, six months. So it's up to you, basically. And it's, it's amazing because, uh, yeah, as I, as I said, uh, you have the possibility to study abroad and learn how to be independent uh, and to, yeah, experience something like living alone. What, that, what does it mean living alone in another country and the challenge? Nothing like ex experience. Yeah. Scary, though, it may Scary be. Scary a lot, but <laughs> it's important. Well, big day today, of course, um, because we're all going to be hearing what the Chancellor has to say and uh, I guess that you're hoping because because uh, officially I guess the coming out of Europe d does mean a bit of a coach in horses isn't it through the existing programme are you hoping that that will be replaced? Well we can always hope <laughs> I mean in, in Wales it, it is being replaced um, but in England um, the jury's still out so we don't know yet. We don't know if there's going to be any kind of um, inter international programme coming in. I mean, obviously, the, the visas now are very pro problematic. Um, so I know there's a bit of lobbying happening there um, to, to try to enable young people to move freely again um, because it's, it, it is very inhibitive for them. They want to come to the UK, but they have to wait sort of three to four months um, before they can arrive. So, and, and it's very expensive, obviously, and you need a sponsor. So, yeah, it would be great if the government could, could put something in place. Mm -hmm. But irris you know, irrespective of what of what's happening, like on the European Union front, I mean, I think, and Ariana, you were saying that the benefits of this type of programme uh, by far outweigh, you know, uh, all the negative stuff, don't they? I mean, like, uh, there are only benefits related to exchange. Uh, so I really hope that, uh, as Angela said, like, that government could uh, do something because, uh, I mean, it's not even about, uh, like, uh, for students like university, it's more related to the possibility to give young people to understand that the reality is wide, you know, and it's not just, uh, mm, it's not about just your country. It's about learning how to... To, to see where they're in a different perspective because it's not just the UK perspective, the Italian perspective, like it, the world is complex. People are complex. And you, we, you and need... the world is a global village, isn't exactly, it? Exactly, exactly. Uh, so, I mean, uh, I think, I genuinely think that uh, we young people must have an experience abroad. Uh, and of course, these programs as Erasmus uh, or... Yeah, I mean, all the ESC volunteering, it's, it, it's fundamental, like for us, for growing and developing, you know, as, as human beings. So, so that in itself actually is, is the fruit of why investment should be made, you know. And of course, the truth of the matter is because it's a global village, people are traveling all over for work and for, even for study. Yeah, exactly. Like taking trains, uh, buses. I mean, like we're not static <laughs> compared. <laughs> I mean, compared to many years ago, I mean, compared to my parents. I mean, for example, my mom uh, traveled a lot. 
but because she was a doctor so i mean she had the possibility to attend congresses abroad america australia so all of that rubbed off onto yourself yeah exactly yeah yeah she, she was she was an inspiration for me and my brother as well so that's why but in general i would say that uh, me compared to the older generations uh, we definitely had the possibility to travel more and it's uh, it's a uh, great thing honestly angela obviously you've lived with the program now for 10 years it's mm. been a long time a lot of a lot of volunteers coming from different countries mm. and of course getting involved with all sorts of different types of work mm. what has the feedback generally been what, what what for you over those 10 years have been the the, the, the golden tickets the thing that you think wow you know this is priceless i think the the real golden ones are probably you know when when we for example, we put a, a Turkish volunteer um, into, I won't name the com- community, but, but into a, a, a disadvantaged community. Um, and he was volunteering there for, for a year, I think. Um, and initially, he, 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 he experienced a lot of racism. Um, he did. And um, he, he kind of, the, the way that he reacted, I mean, this was one of our, he was one of our older volunteers, you know, so he kind of, had a strong head on his shoulders and he kind of um, saw this as a challenge a personal challenge and um, the the journey that he went on and and that that community went on for me is is one of the things that I'll, I'll cherish you know because he he didn't just you know curl up and, and want to run a mile um, or, or, or lodge a, a complaint or a grievance um, he worked with it and we had endless debates about kind of the approaches to that kind of situation and um, to me you know he just really inspired me as a, as a young up-and-coming youth worker and I, I understand now he's um, he is back in Turkey running a, a youth program of his own um, and I just think, you know, we need people like that in the world, the way the way that he really changed people's minds and they, they really grew very fond of him. And when he was gone, they, they, they missed him and asked after him. Mm. And that's, that's great. Starting with a negative, you know. Mm. And of course, I mean, sadly, uh, through the whole, you know, should we leave, should we stay debate, there was quite a lot about immigration, wasn't there? Mm-hmm. These Italians coming over and taking our jobs, Ariana. You know, <laughs> and, you know. Uh, but of course, you know, I mean, it was never about that. I mean, obviously, immigration has got a whole other set of challenges. Every country has the same problem, don't they? Mm, uh, yeah. But 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 I guess that 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 maybe for that rubbed off on people in a very negative way. Mm. You know, go back to mm. your own country. People were saying, I mean, it was awful, really. You know, yeah. have had you experienced any of that at all, Ariana? Have you? Experienced? Absolutely not. But that is good. That is I mean, good. I was to be honest, I was. I'm not going to lie, I was pretty scared to... Because you might have experienced it. Yes, but because of, of Brexit, as you said. But I generally, like, I never, 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 uh, one single attempt to, you know, just being rude to me just because of my nationality at all. So, yeah. I mean. Yeah. And, and I guess the only way to get rid of all that fear stuff is through relationships. Mm. And Ariana, you're good at small talk as well. <laughs> <you>? so, uh, <laughs> Uh, but, uh, but was your was your English because obviously your English is very good. But w- was your English always pretty good? Uh, no, no, absolutely not. I mean, uh, I started learning English when I was six, seven years old. Uh, but it was uh, I'm still learning. You know, it, it, it's a never-ending process. Than my Italian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's the thing that 
people used to say to me. Um, but yeah, I mean, like it's it's not just about uh, reading grammar books, uh, and uh, you know, it's it's more of a uh, I would say uh, mind status. Uh, yeah, you need to immerse yourself in the language uh, and just you know, watching movies, music. Uh, TV shows, um, podcasts, anything, and um, it all helps. Yeah, yeah, it all yeah. helps. It yeah. all helps, and of course, talking with uh, speaking with native speakers, mm. it, it's 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 mm. really helpful. And of course, just before you, we had uh, we had the young people from uh, Chatterboxes, and mm. of course, they they are young people with disabilities of one kind. But they were sharing a little bit on the air of their of the what they'd experienced, and some of it was pretty awful, you know. Mm. Uh, uh, either from non-existent diagnosis, you know, to to just, you know, people being horrible, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think in society we're beginning to move to a more educated sort of position, aren't we? Not completely, we've got, we've got a distance to go. Mm-hmm. But I think that the relationships, you know, where, where you get people together and they really get to know each other and the different cultures is so important, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. 90.1 Hope FM and HopeFM.com Thus far, I mean, here you are six months into your placement um, and you're working with a lady, of course, we've just been talking about who is very Scottish. Mm-hmm. So talking talking about, you know, getting to know, I suppose it's dialects and things here in the United Kingdom because you've got Scottish and here you're dealing with an Irish person, you know, from <laughs> Northern Ireland. You know, That must be quite difficult, particularly when you speak very fast. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, um, like... T- because basically when you when you learn English uh, when you're in high school when you're in school like you're not uh, you don't know that there actually there are many variants and many dialects it's, for example also in Italy we have a lot of different dialects uh, and it's not just uh, the standard Italian but many many uh, other words and uh, and um, grammar idioms for example so when I came here uh, it was uh, it was it was interesting because I mean like as I said I never this was my first experience in England like a long experience so it's not just about uh, hear people hear a person that comes from England and then like a Scottish person like I didn't know anything about the Scottish accent you know so (laughs) when I first met Sheena literally like I couldn't uh, like I was yeah I had a language shock because uh, like for me was yeah something like okay we just need to slow down and if I I mean, and once she she called me and I asked her if please, like, if you can text me instead of calling me, <laughs> just because I, it it was it was something that I mean, you know, you you must understand when you're on the phone. Otherwise, it's I mean, yeah, it's quite uh, uh, embarrassing and awkward. And now you've been uh, working with Sheena, you know, for six months. Now, yeah. so have you trained her to slow down? Mm, I mean, I I. Practice make, makes makes better, you know. So basically, like I don't never, I never ask her to speak slower, but I just. I just learned because, I mean, as I said before, when you immerse yourself in a language and consider that we worked side by side almost every day, you get used to it uh, at the end of the time. So now I can I can, I can go to Scotland, I can go to Glasgow, I can go to Edinburgh and probably like, be able to understand Scottish people. Yeah, be Maybe fine. better than it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, if she gets seen to a kilt and you know that she's, you know, one of those dresses that they wear yeah, in Scotland. Yeah, yeah. You know, they, they, yeah. they also have a knife yeah. in the socks. <laughs> Yes. I know. <laughs> yes, they, they they do. They have lots of lots of traditions. Traditions, okay. <laughs> Indeed. As, well, I shall I tell you something funny. Um, <laughs> when I was at college, I, I, I trained with the YMCA that you're with at the moment, and uh, uh, as part of my training, we had to do what was called a European experience. So, mm. so I chose Italy actually, mm. and I I 
chose Italy and I was going to study poverty. Okay. Uh, now, in Rome, we, we, we started off in Rome and there was quite a lot of street poverty there, you know. Mm-hmm. But then they sent me down to a place called Siderno, right in the foot of Italy. Mm-hmm. And uh, I couldn't find any poverty there. There were there were people who didn't have much, but they wouldn't have, you know. They loved their life. They they were they were a lovely. Uh, places in the mountains and so on the young people would go around in mopeds and so on mm. well of course uh, talking about accents you, they they uh, they ended up asking me if I would teach them English <laughs> and I thought to myself well miracles do occur you, you know <laughs> uh, but I, I that was my first experience really of of cultural Mm. stuff and, and the need to you know to really listen to people mm. and to as you say I think you've used the term as well you said immerse didn't you mm-hmm. in the culture and, mm-hmm. all, and all of that it's quite and in one sense the thought of it is scary mm. but uh, I, I've never forgotten my days in Siderno <laughs> that <laughs> was you, a few years ago did you had any cultural shock uh, like kind of linguistic uh, manners uh, Not really, but probably I didn't, if, if truth be told, I probably didn't immerse myself. I didn't learn Italian. Okay. Yeah, I probably would have been able to come up with the, the odd words and so on. Mm-hmm. I think probably uh, if I was doing that again, I, I'd want to learn mm-hmm. more of the language and so on. Um, but I thought that just the meeting of the people, they, they, they tended to defer to me quite a bit, you know, because mm-hmm. uh, I was a student and I guess they knew. I was only there for a few weeks, mm-hmm. so it wasn't it like yourself for a year. Okay. You know. uh, and they were they were amazing you know but of course i've been back to italy several times on holiday okay uh, which is lovely such a lovely place and you're from napoli yeah yeah fantastic i could burst into one just one cornetto <laughs> i bet you've heard that one before you know that song what it's it's a song on t- on british television about ice cream okay just one cornetto give it to ah, me ah cornetto from uh, waltz the yes ice cream yes yeah 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 delicious ice cream from italy Okay. It's terrible. <laughs> I apologize for my accent. <laughs> no, 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 I understand. But, but for, many, for many of us, that, that, that is the, British, the, the Italian experience. Okay. Of course, that and, and, uh, and, of course, in Vienna, you know, where you have the, you know, the, the gondolas and all of that. In right? Venice, maybe. Venice, yes. Venice. So, yeah, <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah, I do beg your pardon. You see, that, that is the extent <laughs> of my traveling experience. Yeah. Um, Angela, for yourself, I mean, obviously, you have welcomed many, many people here. Have you been to visit many of the European countries? Um, yeah, I have. Yeah, I've, I've been very lucky um, with this job and just generally, yeah, I have, I have managed to, to visit a lot of places. And it's funny, actually, the, the, the way you, you guys were just talking about um, linguistic shocks and, and things, it kind of took me back. So um, I had a, a similar experience to Ariana. When I was 18, I went on a, a gap year. I went to Mali in West Africa. And, oh, that um, would have been a big cultural... A big one. I'd never been abroad before, so it was quite a shock. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and I, I, do, I just remember one day being on the local... Um, it was like a minibus with their public transport. They cram you in there like sardines. Um, so I was there, you know, uh, squashed in the middle. Um, lots of um, large African women all around me with their... <laughs> goats and chickens and everything in this um minibus um and uh you know the the only white white person in in the bus obviously and um i could see that some of some of the the ladies were, were sort of looking at me and laughing you know because perhaps they'd not seen you know a, a, a young white, white girl yeah. before um among them you know 
And um, so they were sort of laughing, pointing, giggling. And I thought, <laughs> OK, that, that's fine. That's fine. Um, but the, the, the brilliant moment for me was sort of when I, I needed to get off the bus at, at, at one point, obviously. I hadn't had a clue, obviously, what these women had been talking and saying about me. Um, I wasn't that fluent in the language, but I did know one or two phrases. So it got to my stop. And um, I said to the conductor, conductor, prontige umbejigia, which means um, conductor, I'd like to get off the bus here. And suddenly everybody went quiet <laughs> because ah. they all then assumed perhaps that I'd understood everything they'd been saying about me for the last half an hour. Of course I hadn't, but it was just, you know, one of those little moments. I just kind of got off the bus with my head held high. <laughs> But of course, I didn't. I didn't really understand a word of it. They were having fun at your expense. They were. You know, well, hopefully, you haven't experienced any of that sort of stuff. Like, you know? <laughs> like English people talking about me, and uh, yeah, I speak English, so yeah, no, 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 actually, no, no, never. So tell us a little bit about what you think of the English. Then I mean, people say that you know English people are terribly reserved, you know, and that you have to be introduced and so on like that, you know. And um, British people, you know, uh, how have you found the British generally? Bearing in mind that you've got English, Irish, Scottish and Welsh in there. Uh, no, Welsh, no, I never, I don't think that I've met, yeah. You I haven't met anybody no, from Wales No, yet. from Welsh, no. But I would say that, of course, uh, there are some, uh, I would say, similarities and some differences. But it's maybe just sometimes it's quite different the way uh, that we talk and we kind of have a, have the small talk uh, as as we we, we were saying like uh, for example um to me personally uh I'm, I'm very open like i can talk about literally about anything and i'm really comfortable and if people generally talk to me they're really um, at ease nothing you know? phases you exactly but uh, i noticed that uh, sometimes uh, uh, you know between you and the other person there is kind of a a small, uh, invisible uh, uh, wall of just being reserved and not sh sharing too much. But it's it's just a matter of, I mean, I, I think like the, the the way you 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 learn how to speak and interact with somebody else who's from another country. Maybe if I were like a British person, wouldn't be like a stranger. But for me, like it's more of a um, you know you, you you need to give time to the other person. For example, if you want, I can give you this example. Uh, when I lived in um, in Germany. Uh, I met these two lovely Finnish people and uh, I was uh, not really into Finnish culture, but I was curious. I wanted to get to know them better because I was like, oh, somebody from Northern Europe is, it must be interesting, you know, to, to know yeah. them. And I remember that, uh, you know, I was kind of trying to approach them like, hey, do you want to grab a coffee? Because it's the way that... Yes. we do in especially in like among university yeah. students in Italy it's it's very simple very easy but actually like they were not quite uh, especially the girl because it was a boy and a girl mm -hmm. and the girl was like Mm, a like reserved yeah. re but reserved in a way that she was not uh, impolite but just I don't really want to have uh, you know I, yes. just just give me time just give me space but then after a couple of uh, weeks uh, and probably after a month more or less uh, we yeah, started to have a proper conversation, and uh, yeah, so 
it was quite uh, it was it was rewarding because after two years we're still friends and we're still texting to each other we even make video calls phone calls <laughs> and one of them once texts me oh Ari do you know that I really miss you and it's something that I mean from somebody that comes from north a north country you're like oh it, it's it's something like that matters it's something that uh, like you know it's it's yeah. very it's true it's sincere uh, and I was so happy like uh, I yeah. mean and you could have missed out couldn't you because if you'd taken offence you know think oh she doesn't really want to talk to me she's a bit you yeah. know yeah, a yeah. bit snootish you know or whatever uh, but of course you, you were able to push beyond that mm, mm-hmm. mm. yeah yeah we all have our little ways, don't we? Of course, they do say if you get if you get uh, Irish people together, they have a fight uh, <laughs> or a drink in a pub, you know. Okay. And they get, well, if you get the Scottish people together, they definitely have the drink. They have the whiskey, you know, and uh, mm. and uh, you get the Welsh together, they form a choir. <laughs> yeah. And uh, and the English, they don't get together because they're waiting to be introduced. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but okay. it's so it's so fantastic, isn't it? Because even even with our, in our own countries and you've already mentioned this in Italy that it's not as if you have one culture and you have one dialect you have within each country you have different dialects and different ways of doing things in the same country yeah absolutely so it's 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 you know like when you have the experience like when you when you speak with the with the a native speaker and they I mean I could talk hours about uh, I don't know Anything, <laughs> any, any, no, no, anything, but plus related to to to, to uh, like uh, how how does it work in your country when it's about uh, relationship, people, friendship, uh, food habits, uh, you know, food. Yeah. Uh, food is a big uh, important thing in my life, and uh, <laughs> I noticed. I think for Italians, it's uh, in fact, I, <laughs> I, I I love Italian food. You know, with, ah, uh, with the pa- pasta and the spaghetti, and of course mm. the pizza. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, it goes hand in hand, and of course in in Italy, eating is quite. Well, that was one thing in that that trip I did have to Italy you know, when I was doing the European exchange uh, I was invited out and the meal I didn't think it was ever going to end you know it, <laughs> it, it, it was amazing you know there was just course after course after course yeah true and, and wonderful hospitality you know true true is that normal then yes 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 definitely especially like if you're lucky that you know a local and they invite you I, I don't know for example their moms uh, their grand uh, yes yeah. Um, grandparents, you know, like the the grandmother, yeah, and 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 they and they cook for I don't know twenty people, like, and you're full and you're stuffed, but uh, yeah, let's give. It's normal, especially uh, in my in my family, we have this traditional like the Sunday lunch. For it maybe can be compared to the Sunday <laughs> roast that you have here in England, but for us, it's more of a you know waking up at six a.m. in the morning and making uh, you know ragu for all of us, and then you know. <laughs> just to start the process you know and then when it's 1pm you know like you can sit and and eat until 4-5 and then of course the coffee just to end up everything but it's a social life isn't it yeah yeah it's all about engagement yes 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 it's just the washing up that would bother me (laughs) (laughs) washing machine (laughs) well I can't believe you know that we're we're almost an hour chatting away about Mm. wonderful things I bet you it doesn't seem like 10 years of, of the project you know, and and many many people like Ariana from not just. I mean, obviously we've been focusing on Italy today because that's where uh, Ariana. By the way, I've called you Ariana all the way through the program. Do people normally call you Ariana or, or Ari or? It's, it's more. It's more like the, the R is not really R. It's more Ariana. It's more. R. 
Now you see, I should have asked you that at the beginning of the program. No, 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 it's fine, it's fine. So you hear me say, Ariana? Yeah. I couldn't do that even if I wanted to. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> but that's those sorts of things are important, aren't you? Mm. To, to learn those things. Anyway, ten years, but. Yeah, more, more uh, closer to 11, in fact, now. Yeah, it's just running away with us. Yeah, and over 70 European volunteers, in fact. So, um, yeah, it's been quite significant for us at the YMCA. It's been, uh, it's been a fantastic programme. We've got one more year left of it as well. So we do have volunteers at the moment applying for their visas. So you have one more round, effectively. Yeah, yeah they're coming next year. Um, well, actually, one might be here in a couple of weeks, a German guy. Um, and then we've got about six or seven more in the pipeline. So uh, that will be our last cohort. But, yeah, it's still, it's still exciting. <laughs> exactly. Well, well, I think that's wonderful, actually. And so I have, we'll have more guests in the studio then before you're done. Certainly. I'm going to bring them in. And watch, of course, with Chancellor, who hopefully will make, yeah. will make some... I know he's going to say some stuff about young people, but I'm not sure about whether that will touch international work. But I guess both of you should go to Westminster and you know, give a speech. Yeah, and, let's, uh, let's all go. The, all the MPs would say, would "Oh be yeah, a pleasure." <laughs> I'm sure it would be a big experience for them, wouldn't it? Uh, thank you both for uh, coming into the program. It'd be great to say we could look forward to the next ten years, uh, <laughs> uh, because obviously the 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 future of the program is a wee bit uh, up in the air. But I guess one thing I didn't really ask you about was because organisations can have a volunteer, can't they? Yeah, of course. Do you, do you mean we can have sort of local volunteers? Do you mean yes? Because you because because you because yeah, you, yeah. you, you were doing local volunteering, but then also some of the volunteers from Europe have been placed with different organisations, haven't they? That's correct. Yeah, so we were doing some big local volunteering programmes um, like Millennium Volunteers, V Involved. Um, so yeah, I think we'll just be sort of taking it back to the to our roots, really, and and, and really working with local young people, especially um, getting them more active in volunteering. So yeah, it, it doesn't stop here, that's for sure. Absolutely, and uh, and I, I forgot to ask you, uh, uh, what are you actually studying for? What would you like to do? You said your mom's in the medical profession. I finished university. <laughs> so yeah, so, I, I done my bachelor in uh, foreign languages and uh, literature, English and German, mm -hmm. and then I moved to Bologna for doing my master, and uh, it was uh, related to language society and international communication. So yeah, I'm looking for you know interesting uh, opportunities. Well, <laughs> well Ariana, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for for coming to the thank studio you very today, much, and, you too. and I hope that the next six months goes as well as clearly the first, and uh, and also uh, you know thank you to you, Angela, and wish you thank every you. success going forward and lots of money from the government. <laughs> yeah, send it this way. <laughs> this is Hope FM.